the Den Theater in the Wicker Park neighborhood, they host a show called the Fly Honey Show. And I'm going to try to describe it to you. It's not going to be easy because it's a visual feast for your eyes and your ears because there's a live jazz brass band. There's musical performances. There's dancing. It's like a cabaret slash variety show. There's singing. There's musical numbers. There's a lot of fishnet. There's incredible costumes. There's hip hop. There's contemporary dancing. It's I, I can't see. I can't even describe it. All I can say is it was like nothing I had ever seen before. And I left feeling elated and excited about life. I felt as though I had learned a little bit about myself that I shouldn't be so, I don't know, so maybe um, stuck in the mud, stuck in the box, maybe constantly, I don't know, you leave feeling that anything's possible and that you're you're a, a beautiful person because it's a, a, a lot about body positivity. So I don't know if I've done a good job explaining this, but joining us now is the founder and director, Aaron Kilmurray, and also the musical director, John Chikora. Hi, John. Hi, Aaron. Hi there. Okay, so Aaron, I tried to give you a good intro there, but I think you really, because this is radio and it's hard to describe, this is a real, how long is the show? It's about how many hours? Well, I guess it depends on the audience reaction. Um, sometimes uh, enthusiastic audiences add some time to our project. Uh, but I will say that on average, it's a little over two hours, uh, you know, um, including an intermission. And we've been running the project. Last season was our 10th season um, formerly running the project. Right. That is the other thing I need to add. It's interactive. So there's the, there's a lot of the audience stands up and dances and the audience shouts and screams and sings along. And it's it, and there's moments that bring a tear to your eye because someone will sing something so beautiful or tell a story that's so uh, vulnerable and something that they had to overcome and then there's just riotous laughing too so it's it's anyway Aaron describe what it is how it came about and because you're the founder co-founder I am yeah I am I am the founder and but there are so many folks that have worked on this project for the last 10 years and have really shaped shaped the um shaped the project in in ways I can barely describe uh but I'll certainly try and uh, the Fly Honey Show, um, you know, is born out of cabaret culture. It's born out of nightlife culture and burlesque and dance and theater performance and storytelling and just some super classic ways of um, presenting, you know, individual act narrative. But uh, the project is really mission-based and it's, it's really motivated by wanting to hold space, literal, actual room, like a room of space of people. And also, um, you know, platform for women and LGBTQ uh, equity um, fundamentally, you know. So we're this sort of like raucous, kind of raunchy, provocative joy bomb party <laughs> that is uh, in um, that is in favor of a feminist agenda. But that's all, for sure. but all are welcome. And when you're watching the show and you look around to see who's in the audience, I mean, people of all ages and all backgrounds. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. That is, uh, that's my favorite part about it. And, you know, we are, ho- we hope to continue to expand on that more and more. Absolutely. I love that. My favorite part was, you know, just seeing somebody like a cute couple that, you know, they looked, I saw a cute couple, they looked like grandma and grandpa, you know, and like (laughs) they they had come into the city to watch the show and they were enjoying every moment of it. And I loved it. Um, Okay, John, you are the music director. Music is a big part of the Fly Honey Show. And we're going to talk about how you guys have pivoted to online and, and virtual stuff in a little bit. But mm-hmm. first, tell us about yeah. why music's so important to the show. Yeah, so the band is a five-piece horn section and then a rhythm section, bass, guitar, keys, drums. And uh, the band really accompanies all of the cast material that Aaron makes for the the cast in the show. And then also there's a set of artists that we call... Uh, a set of pieces called the featured artists that switch out every weekend. So it's four pieces in the show that change so that each weekend is a little different and, and um, offers something a little new. And the band usually accompanies one or two of those artists. So it ends up uh, accompanying a lot of the show, pre-show, uh, transitional music, you know, cast material, featured artist material. So it's a, a lot of arrangements, and um, yeah, it's a lot of popular music as well as original music. A lot of times, in the case of the featured artists, and uh, so yeah, the band plays a big role for the show. Well, the band is phenomenal, and I can't describe just how. I mean, the band <laughs> is, seems like a band you would see. I I don't know, like on on stage on some like network Mm. night show or something, you know, like nighttime talk show. It's so good. Yeah, it it has to have sort of a level of versatility to accompany things like from hip hop to um, to country music to digital uh, electronic music. Yeah, there was Frank Sinatra too. A Frank Sinatra mm-hmm, song right. as well. So uh-huh, all the yeah. entire <laughs> gamut there. Okay. All right. We're going to talk. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now we've got the foundation for what the Fly Honey Show is and who you two are. And we're going to, up, coming up, we're going to talk about how you've pivoted and how you're offering some really cool classes and experiences online. Because obviously the stay at home mm, mandate great. and the global pandemic. So um, we're going to talk about mm-hmm. how you guys creatively pivoted coming up. With us are the founder, director, and the music director of The Fly Honey Show, which makes its home here in Chicago at the Den Theater in Wicker Park. Aaron Kilmurray and John Chikora are with us. Aaron, you guys do tour all around the country, though, right? We haven't yet. We certainly oh. tour all over the city. Um, oh, but tour, okay. uh, but that is, um, that's that's a, a hopeful and intended next step. Um, we're, we're in the chats of what that could be and what that could mean. But Chicago is absolutely our home, and we've been here for 10 years. And we've, we've really grown from, you know, 10 years ago, we started in like a one-room apartment show. Mm-hmm. And, and from there, you know, 10 years later, we are selling out you know, month-long-plus runs, you know, with 300-plus people um, in the audience every night. So it's it's a pretty exciting sort of, like, homegrown local story, I'd say. Wow. So you run for an entire month, and, you know, you have around 300 audience members a night. That's a lot of tickets. Yeah, yeah. We actually have done, done over a month for the last couple of, um, just a few weeks over for the last couple of seasons and it's it's really exciting you know there's 300 plus people in the audience there's at least 
you know, 60 plus people in the project itself on stage at any given time. There can be 40 dancers at a time plus the 10 piece band. So there's a huge amount of energy and a huge amount of kind of like this like big togetherness party that um, that's a that's a uh, lead component of the project for sure. Aaron, is everyone a professional dancer or just from all walks of life? I'm so glad you asked that. Um, actually, no. The the there are two kind of like you know parts of the performing group, but there's the the like heart and soul of the project are the um, Honey and Hive ensembles, and that come that make is made up of anywhere from a novice performer to a professional performer, and there are about forty bodies in each dancing ensemble a weekend, and then over a whole summer upwards of you know two hundred. So it's a really exciting rehearsal process, and we um, and we make the material especially. So that it can be accessible, approachable rather, to um, different levels of dance experience. So you mean that someone who wants to perform but isn't a professional dancer can start taking classes <laughs> with you, rehearse, and then one day be on stage with the, the professional dancers and, and, <laughs> and perform? Yeah, it's pretty possible. That's the idea. You know, we've in in the past few years, we've it, the project has always been an open level dance project, always since its inception. Um, a part of that is has was kind of an earlier mindset and ethos that I had that you know I was really curious about burlesque performance and cabaret performance, and I was much younger and feeling really insecure about my body and performing my body like that. And I wanted to do it so badly and I wanted to be empowered by that. And I didn't want to be alone. And so I truly just asked like all of the women I knew if they would do it with me. And that is how the mass ensemble, um, if you will, how the like large group ensemble dances were born is that, you know, just kind of this fundamental belief that um, there's some power in numbers and that's turned into a movement, you know, well, that is what is so inspiring, because when you watch the show, you see people from all walks of life, shapes, sizes, backgrounds, heights. I mean, it's and everyone is just putting their heart and soul into the dancing and they are dancing or singing or performing whatever they're doing. And it looks fantastic. So then you leave thinking, oh, I have no rhythm and I've never been a good dancer, but maybe I could do that. Or maybe, you know, you leave thinking like, I've never felt sexy before, but maybe I could do that and feel sexy, you know, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that's what's so inspiring about it. Okay, so I'm, I'm guessing that you take that vibe and you've moved it over to the, the virtual stuff that you're doing. So, um, Aaron, I'm going to let you tell me about what you guys have going on virtually. Sure. So we have two programs running. The first one is is dance related. We've just been, you know, the um, it's called Honey from Home, and instead of doing, you know, in the studio embodied dance dance classes and practice, we've moved it onto. So we're actually teaching them on Instagram Live, mm-hmm. and we teach them three three. Um, uh, times a week, and what we're doing is myself and my two cohort, who are associate collaborators with me on the choreography. Their names are Alisa Gregory and Casey Alfonso. The three of us are the choreography team, and we have been teaching. Um, we've been teaching these kind of honey from home dance workshops, and the response has been really awesome. We 
We have, you know, the choreography is like super provocative. It's also meant to be as empowering as any individual would like. And there's something actually kind of nice about getting to practice by yourself and not necessarily have to be in seen front of other and people. just do it for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just do it for you. Yeah. And maybe when you're ready, do it for someone else. <laughs> right. but, and then you could just get to do it for you. And I think, um, you know, our goal is really just to get people up and moving and, and feeling, f- feeling whatever feeling they're going to feel. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, at well, this moment in time, especially with gyms closed and, you know, I know a lot of my friends love their dance workouts as well. This is just something new for you to try if you're interested in doing it. Do you have to pay in order to join these Instagram live uh, workshops? No, the, the program is for free. Um, we do take donations as people are able, you know, not everyone is able to right now. And we respect that, especially as artists who are out of work, um, but, you know, it, it, we do take donations, and there's a link uh, in our Instagram bio, live bio, which is at the Fly Honeys, and you can kind of find all that information there. And there's actually some information also in that link for Live from the Hive, which is the other program we've been running alongside it, which is music-based. Okay, so, John, tell me about Live from the Hive. Yeah, so Live from the Hive is a collection of recordings from previous years and Fly Honey Show. And it's mostly band recordings, but there's also some comedy, poetry, uh, spoken word and whatnot. Um, but we've done, this Friday at 8.30, we'll do our third collection. So it's, um, you know, over the years, I've done recordings of the show and sort of slowly combed through things and, and found different pieces and whatnot. And, and Aaron and I have put together about, 80 to 90 minutes of music, um, two of which are already posted on our website that you can find, so Volume 1 and Volume 2, which we've streamed the past two Fridays. Um, And then the third one will be this Friday at 8.30, and uh, it features the Fly Honey Band accompanying Chicago's top singers from J.C. Brooks to Dan Riley and Bear Bellinger, Sidney Charles, people from the cast of the show, as well as uh, featured performers like Mackenzie Chin and um, Lindsay Charles and all sorts of different people. So it's uh, just an anthology of music that we've been curating and put together, putting together and releasing every Friday. And this will be our last one. So, Wow. So fantastic. And is that something that you have to sign up for or you can just go to the website and, and stream it? Right. You can just go to the flyhemmyshow.com at 830. There will be an embedded player there. You'll follow a link that just says, listen here to Live from the Hive, Volume 3, and it'll take you there. And it'll be posted as well afterwards, but I think it's a great excuse for a Friday night thing to do that doesn't involve a a Zoom call or something like that. You can just let it play and (laughs) hang out and do your thing. And uh, you don't have to be in your screen, you know. You can just use your ears and and give your eyes a break, you know. Well, Maybe your radio audience knows about that. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Totally. They can can listen while they cook or while they're doing whatever, you know, having happy hours. It's great. So, Aaron, you are are artists. You are a small business. How are you guys doing? Are you going to be able to manage Manage and get through this as you know mm, that's a great question <laughs> yeah that is thanks for asking you know i think we're taking it day by day like everybody else we generally do have done our project in the summer season and 
there's a lot up in the air right now about the summer season, of course, for everyone. A lot of theater, I'm sure everyone knows that, a lot of theater is closed down and concert venues have closed down, festivals for the summer. So, you know, we're just keeping our ears open and our spirits high. And we certainly are, you know, this project is incredibly meaningful to us and to lots of other audiences and fans and performers and you know, we're not we're certainly not going anywhere, but we're we're trying to be careful and cautious and, and dream up, you know, innovative ways to keep being leaders um, in this conversation for sure. And Aaron, is this this does seem all encompassing. Is this your full time job or do you have a is this you've got another job to finance this work? That's a gross. I wish. No. Wouldn't that be a dream? Um, it, you know, no, I, I am a, I'm like just a gig artist, like most other folks that are in my mm-hmm. field. So I work, um, I work in theater and I teach dance also, um, professionally to, you know, to professional artists and otherwise, um, I set choreography on some theaters as well. And, uh, fly is a huge part of my, of my, um, of my career, and I also am an independent artist, uh, independent dance maker as well. Right. So I kind of weave together lots, all of those things, and um, you know, and certainly John does as well. And that's how it works. So it's a strange time. It's a strange time for lots of folks in our field. And John, you know, I was John. I was going to ask you. You don't have any gigs right now. You can't play in any, uh, you know, bands right. or perform. You know, in any of the venues. Right. Yeah. No. It's a similar. It's the exact same story for musicians. You know, all classes and lessons that you had scheduled were moved to online, and and that means that there were a lot of people who who didn't carry over just for whatever personal home reasons that kids couldn't take those classes or adults couldn't take those classes. Um, And, of course, like any event that I had as music directing at um, Roosevelt University canceled, doing this DJing, this wedding canceled, you know, it's just, it's been difficult in that sense, you know, so we're just trying to find ways to uh, make plans for the future, which is obviously the most difficult thing, right? Just can kind of take it just maybe a week at a time right now or something like that. Absolutely. Even uh, day by day, I just know that, yeah, yeah, it's definitely not, it's already a labor of love when you go into the arts or music or theater or any of those um, callings. And of course, it's it's not easy to do even in the best of times, but uh, hoping that you guys Mm -hmm. both make it through. Excited to hear that the Fly Honey show has pivoted, especially because I think you're a home for a lot of people don't that don't necessarily feel as though they belong anywhere else. And you you make everyone mm. feel welcome. You really do, everybody. Oh, but uh, but you. I think Thanks it's for a, this yeah, it's a special place for people that especially maybe feel a little bit out of place sometimes at some point in their life. And you guys have uh, figured out a way to make them feel that they are, you know just as good as anyone else. So really appreciate you both being with us. Thank you so much. And uh, the website again, Erin? Sure. Um, it's just the flyhoneyshow.com. And you can also find us on Instagram uh, at the flyhoneys. But any of those places would be great. All right. Well, thank you to Fly Honeys for being Thanks with so me much. tonight. Erin uh, <laughs> Phil Murray and John Chikora. You guys have a great night and stay safe, okay? You, you as well. well.